This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today, we are talking about independence, the act of living your truth. And before I go to my first caller, Jill, I just want to do some quick housekeeping and tell you that throughout the show, like always, each week, I will be taking your calls live. The phone number to call in is 877-230-3062. And, you know, as I always say, have the courage to call in and tell me what's going on. It can be relatable to the topic or just in general, whatever's happening with you. Um, call in, and we'll see what's going on, and then we'll see what the universe has to say. Um, I also wanted to remind you that uh, Sheila Height is leading a amazing Scottish Highlands and Islands Odyssey. Uh, it's October 3rd through the 11th. Um, she has about five to six more spots left, and the deadline for your deposit is July 15th, so that's coming up in about two weeks. So give that, if you have not looked into it, go to her website. It is Sheila, S-H-E-I-L-A-A, height, H-I-T-E, dot com. And check out the Odyssey. I will be attending as well as some other amazing people. It's going to be an amazing group. So just a great opportunity. Check that out. And also, um, I spent last week in Santa Fe, New Mexico, as you all probably know, and uh, I attended uh, multi-incarnational sessions at the Light Institute. And their website is thelightinstitute.com. It was founded by Chris Griscom, and I worked with Amy Adams um, and Chris while I was there. And just a phenomenal experience. Um, so give them a look. Um, Chris is going to be a guest on my show um, probably in late August or early September. And uh, really, really amazing. But I'll come back into that. So today we are discussing independence the act of living your truth. And we'll go into that shortly, but I want to go into my first caller, Jill from Illinois. Hello, Jill. Hello. Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. What's going on? I'm going through some major transformations. I have done a lot of healing on myself. I come from an extremely toxic family. So right now I'm living on faith, and do you have any guidance for me? Is that too general? Um, no, let me just kind of see what pops up and we'll go from there. Um, okay. One of the things that I, that did pop up immediately when you were talking is just fundamentally, and I'm, and I'm going to tie this in with the topic today. Um, I want you to immediately change and rid yourself of the thought process that you come from a, an extremely toxic family. Okay. And the reason I'm saying that to you is because you are perpetuating a truth when you say that. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I have a problem with toxic, I mean, negative 
authentic. Right, right. And and so this is about, you know, today's topic being independence, the act of living your truth is completely dependent, independently dependent upon you and no one else. And that and I'm speaking to you Jill and I'm speaking to all of the listeners. The whole point of living the act of living our truth, our true independence, our soul independence is solely dependent on us. Our environments, our our interactions, all of these things that we're talking about or that we interact with, those are just um they're cast members. They're they're other players in our play, the play that we create. And so what I you know immediately, Jill, what what popped there was that you're still um, living, what they're telling me is that you're still living, even though you're 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 earnestly working on yourself and and you know your your faith and and it's um, supporting you, if you will. One of the biggest gifts you'll give yourself is by realizing that you're still living this truth, and 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 what I'm getting at is you still see your truth as being toxic. You still see, so so. What they're saying is, in order for yeah, you don't hold to, back. no, I'm not, no, I'm not, but I let it kind of come to me as it's okay. Okay, you know, I, don't I, be I afraid. To, Just say no. it. Oh, I'm. <laughs> you know, if you've listened to my other shows, express yourself, tell it like it is, and then hear what dear James has to say. I usually say to them, "Okay, you ready?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, because you know, because the, the the universe wants you. It's always from a loving place, but they want you to move forward. So, you know, Jill, what I'm getting is you, what they're saying to me is you haven't given up the ghost. You haven't, ultimately, you haven't forgiven yourself. You're, you're very angry with yourself. You had, you, you view this, this is what I'm getting, is that you view everything that's happened as though you had opportunities to leave or to get out of it or to change to evolve and you didn't take them yes and so you're you're angry you're upset with yourself you're mad and right like it took me too long to figure a lot of things out i am angry at myself for that right and that is causing you great harm because you're perpetuating the act of living your truth meaning you're making this your truth instead of living your truth. Looking in the rearview mirror, as I say, doesn't help anyone unless you're, you know, it, it's looking in the rearview mirror is meant to be there as a safety so that you know not to hit things or, you know, bump into things. Right. But the windshield in front of you is that big, huge open window. That's forward. That's forward right. mobility. So stop looking backwards. Because it's 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 a great disservice to you. There's there's you're putting so much energy and emotion and um, anger and hate into the past. Yeah. That you that you can't see your way to the future. You're robbing yourself of your future. You're robbing yes. yourself of your independence. Yes. Okay. So realize. Um, um, 
who's who's the man in your life that's holding you i say this but who's holding you back quote unquote is there a man that's playing i'm getting that there's a male energy that is either physically holding you back or mentally emotionally holding you back could it be a sister who's left-brained uh no that's not what i'm getting um is there is there is there an abusive father that's there or that was in the past yes totally okay there departed yes yes okay that's what it is okay it's the abusive father um so you're you need to really uh what what they want you to do is start really earnestly dealing with these issues. And and when I say, in other words, sometimes people come into spirituality and metaphysical um, awarenesses and everything and practices, but they, they understand them kind of more at a topical level. Um, And I mean that like, Oh, I should meditate. Oh, I should, you know, I I should read these books. Uh, You know, they, they do it in a very topical manner and thereby, they're they're playing with their spirituality. Right. They're not living it. Right. It's intellectual. Exactly. Exactly. It's very topical, intellectual. So what they're saying to me for you is, is it's time to rip the bandaid off. It's time to get real. It's time to earnestly understand what you're intellectually playing with. And it doesn't mean that you have to relive everything, but part of you understanding what what you're really seeking here is independence. So it's brilliant that you're calling in and the, the topic of the show is independence of the act of living your truth. Your soul comes born, you know, fully complete. And then it goes out to experience life it's meant that's that's the journey of living of being in in, in an incarnate body but what you're wanting what you what you gave up was your truth your independence and what they're saying to me is you gave what they're saying to me is you gave it away At, at some point or time you lost yourself. You gave up. Yes. And this is about you. It's about your journey home. It's about you finding yourself again. It's a returning home. And that returning home is your true reason for being. Your true, your essence. Not not all of the, not your essence that you that you've colored and tainted and and gave up. You know that. You know it very well. Yes. Now you're looking for you're looking for you again. You're looking for your truth. So you're gonna need to be willing to see your role in what it was that you wanted to experience by having these relationships, by having these experiences. And when 
the, you know, they're showing me the word toxic again. The more that you pivot from that point of view and start looking at these life experiences and these people through the eye or the lens of what is the gift in this relationship or this experience or what was it that I was to learn? What was I to transcend? And the minute you start pivoting your viewpoint that it's all toxic to they're all cast members that you invited into your play so that you could learn, so you could see yourself. Don't. The, and the way to do this is, and this is for everyone. This isn't just for Jill. This is a. This is for everyone. When we begin to look inward, we start looking at our truths. We start looking at our soul independence. What is it that we wanted to learn? And and as you just said, Jill, you'll you know you know the point of which I speak that you gave up that you yes. gave up you you gave up your independence you gave up your your will yes you gave it all up yes and I understand that it was it was all too much is what they're saying yeah it was all too much you couldn't do it anymore you kind of just fell on your sword and you gave up and I see you. Just collapsing is a better way to put it. Yes. Um, and it's a long road to recovery. It's, it's, it's been a long journey, and I understand that. So uh, I'm not in any way trying to make light of um, the, the experiences that you've had and that you, um, and that you chose. You know, many of these, because we, we look at them, and I, I'm a firm believer that we, we choose to experience things and it's our perception that colors it good or evil, you know, good or less than good. Because when some of our hardest, hardest lessons or, or the worst experiences are our greatest advancements, our greatest achievements, because it takes the most of us to see beyond the surface, to see beyond the intellectual that's a horrible, evil person to see what was the gift that I was given? What was the lesson I was to transcend? And we all get stuck on becoming the lesson as opposed to transcending the lesson. Um, I want you to, um, uh, I don't know where you are in Illinois, but you can look on the internet or, you know, um, I want you to start getting uh, some rose, purchase some rose oil. um, And and just make sure it's pure rose oil if you can. And or rose, um, you can get uh, rose oil is good. uh, And then rose water, the rose essence water. Um, And just dab some lightly on front or back of your, you know, like your wrists or your, the, the top of your hands and be able to smell that. Okay. And then also get the rose water. It's a rose, you know, it's a, it's a rose infused water and you place it into a bath. Okay. And when you start doing some of this, um, 
reparative um, review and you start transitioning from toxic to gift, you know, take these rose-infused baths. Rose is a very natural healing element. It, it calms you, it, it nurtures you, and so forth. And they're saying to me that that coupled with um, some, and I also want you to find, if you can, white gardenias. Okay. And they can be, it can be a gardenia plant, or it can be, you know, a fresh cut gardenia. Um, but gardenias have a natural element they they have a beautiful a beautifully pungent is what i call it a beautifully pungent scent and what you will come to find is that the beautiful scent that emanates from a gardenia um pushes back against negative energy negative forces negative thoughts it's a natural repellent and Thereby, those things introduce those things into your environment, into your daily living, if you will. Okay. And you'll see how those elements start naturally changing you, naturally altering you. Um, and just, Jill, really begin earnestly understanding that your soul is empowered. You have all the empowerment in the universe within you. So just earnestly begin seeking to reflect upon and move beyond because the only person that you're holding hostage is you. Yeah, I know you're the only, you're the only person that's being held hostage. And, and so the more that you start seeing that and the more that you start realizing, Oh, I have the power I'm, I can empower myself. And I see you, you know, they're showing me you, your, if in essence, your soul laying upon the, the ground with this, with this sword next to you. And they, so, they show me that you're slowly rising back up. You're going to rise back up and find yourself. And you're going to realize all of what we've been talking about here. And you're going to start seeing it. And it's going to start you know, building upon itself in a positive way. When others from your past rear their heads, walk away. Okay. Do not engage them in bitterness or anger or don't live that. Walk away. Okay. Live your truth. Your truth is only dependent upon you. And that is huge. That is a, that what they're saying to me is that's a huge healing lesson for you is to learn to pivot and walk away, learn to pivot from toxicity and see your life as gifts. Because every moment you're, you know, every moment that you're experiencing is a gift. Okay. So start seeing, start changing your lenses and be visual about it. I, I love, you know, there's that phrase, oh, you're looking through rose colored glasses. Sometimes that's really appropriate, <laughs> okay. you know, and, and what I'm getting is in this one, it's not to be rosy like and to deny things, but rose colored glasses allow you to see things differently. And what I'm getting is that they're going to allow you the, you know, 
when you start visualizing and doing the baths and the and the the gardenias and stuff like that, and you start allowing this, you're going to start seeing for the first time. You're going to have epiphanies of this is this was the lesson. It may have come in this wrapper, but this was the lesson, and that lesson there's a, there's a purity in those lessons, and you'll start seeing them. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. So get real, get earnest, get honest with yourself um, and really see the step into the act of living your truth. And your truth is not how other people define you. It's what your soul says to you. It's what your spirit is saying to you. And that is a whole different message. And I know that you can feel that message. I know I'm, I'm getting that you hear your soul. You hear your spirit, which yeah. is why you're going to rise back up. Listen to that channel, not the other one. Okay. All right. That was excellent, and I took notes. Wonderful. I'm glad. Well, the, the show is always archived on iTunes and everything, so you can listen to this over and over and over again. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you that so much for calling. You're most welcome. Thank you so much, and thank you for calling in, having the courage to call in. Thank you. You're most welcome, Jill. You're listening to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today is Independence, the act of living your truth. We'll be back right after this station break. ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, they communicate to you the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. Ask Dear James a question and experience the magic of the universe. Visit DearJames.com and click Ask. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. Welcome back to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today is independence, the act of living your truth. And, you know, the interesting thing is the reason I chose this topic for uh, this week is obviously uh, in the United States, tomorrow is the 4th of July. It's Independence Day. And it, it got me thinking about all the, the true meaning of independence. And, you know, because sometimes we um, we idly 
go about celebrating the 4th of July or independence, whatever country you're in, there's various different national holiday or independence days. But what's the true meaning? Um, because sometimes we, again, we get on the surface and it's all about, in the United States, it's all about the barbecues and the fireworks and and the gatherings, if you will. But we forget what we're celebrating or why we're celebrating it. And I wanted to kind of start in the beginning that uh, with the meaning of independence and the Webster's dictionary says that the meaning of independence is the fact or state of being independent. Well, for me to understand that statement or that definition, you have to look a little deeper. You have to go to what is the, what does it mean to be independent? What's the definition of independent? And that definition is, not influenced or controlled by others in matters of opinion, conduct, thinking, or acting for oneself. And the funny thing about independence, and I want to give you some synonyms about independence. They are defined as self-government, self-rule, self-determination, self-reliance, Self-sufficiency, sovereignty, autonomy, freedom, liberty. And when you really look at all of these synonyms, they're going to make my case for me. Independence, you are born with. It is an innate soul gift. You come to this world, you come to this life with soul independence. And I'm using a play on words there, but soul independence, that of the soul and that of yourself, soul, S-O-L-E. Now, where everything gets muddled and lost is when, and wars have been fought about this, and in the write-up that I told you about this episode, Country after country after country, people after people after people have fought for their independence. It goes on to this day. People constantly fighting for their independence. And yet, we deny it of ourselves. Because the caveat here is that we seek independence by trying to control control others, control our environment, control everything around us. And when we seek to control, we cease to be independent. It's that simple. The minute you attempt to control, you are giving up your freedoms. You are giving up your liberties, you are giving up your sovereignty because you are denying it of others and it immediately means then that you have you are denying it to yourself. So I wanted to look at the fact that on the surface, again, we look at things in, ah, it's Independence Day, it's 4th of July. We don't even say it's Independence Day. We say it's 4th of July. And the United States and other countries, of course, have, um, you know, there's many other 
countries that have their various independence days. But I want to take you back quickly to um, the signing of the United States and the Independence Day. And that during this time, the, the second day of July of 1776 was the day that the United States, via the American Revolution, chose to legally separate, if you will, or the 13 colonies proclaimed the legal separation from Great Britain. And a few days later, of course, the, the very um, epic document um, was signed. The Declaration of Independence was signed on July 4th, and ergo, that's when we celebrate in the U.S. the independence. One of the uh, drafters, if you will, and signers, John Adams, wrote to his wife, and I, I found this very uh, incredible. He he wrote to her and said, the second day of July, 1776, will be the most memorable epoch in the history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the, as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade, with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other, from this time forward forevermore. The interesting thing about his statement in this letter to his wife is that it ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance. And deliverance is to to be free to be to arrive that you are freeing yourself and so i want to then now take it out of this to back to the soul self if you deny yourself on a daily basis your truth your soul independence then you're never delivered you haven't delivered yourself you are not living your truth you are living someone else's truth. You are living the truth that you are creating or allowing others to paint you by. Um, time and time again, and in fact, in the case of Jill, my, my, call, my first caller today, you have to realize that those circumstances by which she was experiencing slowly began to paint and alter her truth. She then is, as we all are, responsible for reclaiming our independence, realigning ourselves with our soul independence. You come with it. It is innate in you. It is why generation after generation after generation of souls fight for their independence. They fight to not be controlled, to not be limited, because to truly experience the act of living your truth, your independence, you would realize how expansive you are, how empowered you are. And collectively, and there's a difference too, you have a soul independence as an individual, and then there's a soul independence collectively, meaning more than one soul. And you can see what happens when collectively more than one soul will gather like a, a town or a nation or a set of friends or 
uh, the world and you see the collective energy and how that moves and you see its independence. You see the lack of its independence. And you see that based on the fact that when we seek to control, and I'm, I'm using this and I'm kind of hammering this point, if you find yourself controlling or controlling others, stop. Because you are denying at that moment, every time you do it, you are denying yourself. You think you're the emperor. You think you're in control. But it is a mirage. It's a falsehood. And so you, you want to be incredibly mindful of when you seek to control others or deny others their liberty, their freedom, their deliverance, their independence. You, the far greater path here is to seek it and provide it to yourself. Very, very, very important. Um, the, we, we talk about the, you know, deliverance and we talk about independence. And one of the things that I, and I'm going to relate this with children because we have a perception where these newborns come into this world and these children, and we all have this perception that, um, that they need us, that we are there, we the adults, the caregivers are there to teach them. And I want to plant a seed in your mind. And uh, this came with, from a discussion in a book written by Chris Griscombe that I spoke about with the Light Institute. And her belief, which I concur with, which is, and it's an amazing, enlightening, uh, for lack of better words, concept when you look at it, is that these souls, these children, these infants are born with completely fulfilled souls, advanced souls. They're coming, they come with complete, with a complete repertoire, a complete knowledge. And in some ways, because they are the newest generation of independence, they come with amazing gifts that they are meant to teach us. And yet, in many ways, we have a mindset that we are there to teach them, that they are insufficient, they're not complete. And thereby, we are there to teach them. And what I want you to do is stop and think about children and the gifts, you know, the, the many, 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 many times that people will say, oh my, where, where did he or she, where did he get that from? And how could they possibly know that? And that's because their, their soul is wholly complete and they are coming with gifts. They are not this infant mass of body of tissue and so forth. They're a soul. And their soul is meant to teach us. It is a two-way street. So when we celebrate their independence, their truth, when we open ourselves as adults to learn from them instead of stifling them, instead of marginalizing them, your world changes, our world changes, 
we start seeing the brilliance and the beauty of their gift that they're already born with. They're already coming here with it. That is an amazing, amazing uh, concept. And it's an amazing, amazing experience because once we start realizing, wow, these, these infants, these children, these souls, the body may not be fully developed and the life experiences may not be fully developed, but the soul is completely whole. It has all the same vast connectivity and knowledge. And dare I say, perhaps more or different, not so much more different. They're coming with a whole new set of ideas, um, discoveries, concepts, um, new thoughts, new ways, because they're the newest generation. They're the newest souls. We're all still connected and we all get it, but they're on the forefront of teaching us just as we then in the balance of that teach them what we came with, what we know. In that, the overall arcing point here is every soul comes with its independence, its individual independence and its collective independence. And with that, when we begin to open ourselves and honor that within each other, we'll start to see that we will seek to control others less because by looking inward and seeing our true independence, our soul independence within ourself, we will rise up just as Jill is doing. She will rise up and she will listen to her soul self. And that is her truest identity, her truest independence. And that's when you learn then the act of living your truth. We're going to go to a quick break. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today's show is Independence, the act of living your truth. And when we get back, I'm going to talk to you about ways that you will reinforce your independence and the ways that you live your truth. We'll be right back after the station break. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. 
one person or kind act really does make the difference. And welcome back to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today is Independence, the act of living your truth. And uh, the funny thing about independence and the act of living your truth is it really requires us to look inward. We are so conditioned to look outward, to see our environment and, other, and the people and the job and the boss and the partner, the lover, the wife, the husband, all of these, the children, these external, we look externally 24-7. And we forget to look internally. We forget to look in. And therein, when you look inward, therein lies the answer. Therein lies the truth. Therein lies your true north, your true compass, your true direction. That's where your soul is. It's it's the faint signal until you start tuning the channel to make it louder and louder and louder, and you start tuning down or out the external noises. And in seeking your independence, and it's very funny because it is innate in us. It's why wars and countries have fought and fought and fought, because it's innate in you. Your independence is innate. And when someone seeks to take it or marginalize it or... Um, suffocate it and those types of things, your soul rises up. It rises up. And even when people have been conquered, peoples have been conquered, and the one thing was their soul never surrendered, never truly completely surrendered. Because at some point in time, while they're being marginalized or while they're being controlled, while this is happening, they may lie in wait. The soul may sit and lie in wait, but it never extinguishes its independence, ever. It's impossible. And so the message that the universe in this show and what I'm trying to convey is to resonate and start looking inward, start resonating with your soul, with your soul independence, to find the answers in life. Start looking when, when we as a country or countries seek to marginalize or control others. We as a people, we as a soul, as souls should stop and look internally to hear the right answer, to see are we marginalizing, are we controlling, are we seeking to overthrow or overdo another soul or souls. And one of the ways that, and, and I think, and the reason I tied this in with children, because children are the new souls of each day and the souls of the future. That's the cycle of life. And so when we begin learning from these new souls, these new arrivals, 
when we start seeing the beauty in their independence, in their nature, when we start seeing the innocence and the beauty, when we see the gifts, we will, and we, and we stop and we say, okay, you know what? These aren't incomplete souls. They aren't incomplete and they need us to complete them. Look at them as your equal. Seek to understand what are the gifts that these children are giving you, giving us, giving us as a society. Seek to understand the gifts that they come with because it's inherent. If you as an adult, and I don't care what your age is, if you as an adult understand that when someone seeks to take your liberties, when they seek to marginalize you or criminalize you or control you, if that's inherent in you to rise up, it's absolutely the same for a child. It's absolutely the same. So children come with gifts. They come with independence. They come with, and they act their truth. They slowly kind of begin to wade away from their truth as we more and more and more see them as incomplete instead of complete. So seek to see them as complete souls. Seek to understand their visions, their gifts, their truths, their independence. And it will then start resonating with you because this is all a layered fabric. And the more that we do that, the more we will fundamentally shift as a people. And I mean that as all beings. We will shift from that. And we will then seek less and less and less to control others. And we will look more and more inward to live the act of our truth, our independence. Um, I was speaking with a friend yesterday, and she and I were speaking, and I said, you know, there's a, there is a practice that I have, if you will, that I find really helps me when I'm wanting to know, am I living my truth? Am I resonating? Am I aligned with my highest purpose? Am I truly living my soul, my highest soul purpose, and thus my independence, my truth, my independence. And what I have found is like the, like the story with the jar where you can, uh, there was a professor that did a study where he took a jar, two jars, and he told them to fill one jar with sand. There's rocks, sand, pebbles, and so forth on a table. And he says to one group, put the rocks in first, then the, then the pebbles, then the sand. And that jar has room for everything. And then he says, now take this glass of water. He used a beer, but I'm going to say it's a glass of water. And he poured a glass of water into that same jar, and it held all of those elements. The other group, he told them to put the sand in first. And they did that. And of course, as you can imagine and visualize, there was no room for the rocks, the pebbles, or the water. It was full. And the the point of this is that our innate independence, our innate act of truth that, that we are to live every day is like the second jar. If we don't put the the boulders, the rocks in first, the most important elements of our life, our soul truth, that which we are born with, then we don't have room 
uh, I'm sorry, then we have room for the other elements of life, the other activities. But if we do it like the first group and the jar is completely full with sand, the minutiae, the looking outward, the denying of our truths, our independence, there's no room for your highest purpose, your, your true north. It's impossible. So what I do is I often sit down and I say, here's what I've got or here's what I might be doing and here's, um, or this is what's, this act or event is presenting itself to me. And this is applicable across, because this is about faith. And I use the word God, not in a religious way, but in a spiritual way. And so when you think of God or Buddha or Allah or Vishnu or whatever, or spirit or source, whatever your word is, place it in front of the word first. So for me, I say God first, spirit first. And that's my qualifier. That's my, is this a a God first or a spirit first or a source first event? And if it's not, my highest self, my soul, my, my soul independence is going to say to me, no, no, dear James, it's not. Or yes, it is. And it's going to resonate immediately. And the beauty of this is that what you're working towards is kind of a God always or a spirit always, a source always, a, a Buddha always, an Allah always, a Vishnu always. The point is you're marrying, you're aligning And I have this great understanding that the universe is wanting us to align ourselves. They want us to give up the way we've been doing things, the controlling of others, the looking outward, the the denying of our own soul independence. They're wanting us to give that up, abandon it, and go to, because as I always say, hey, how's that working out for you? You know, you're doing it your way. How's that working out? And I can speak from personal experience. It doesn't work out, you know, so well all the time. But when we abandon that and we go with our soul first, when we lead with our soul, when we lead with our true north, we expand. We just keep abundantly expanding. Opportunities come, and they're, they're bolder opportunities. They're not sand opportunities or sand distractions. They're bolder opportunities, and they fit in the jar because we place them there. We choose them. So when you see that, and you start saying, hmm, God first, spirit first. And you, you just competitively repeat that over and over and over again. Is this a, a spirit first person? Is this a spirit first opportunity, event, whatever it may be? Or your, your chores and, you know, things that are going to really change your life versus running out to go drink with your friends. Ask yourself, is it a spirit first? Is it a God first, a, a Buddha first? And if it's not, listen and then act accordingly. Because the journey, I kind of relate this to, you know, the God first and the God always is like your old story or your current story moving to your new story. That's what we're talking about. And in that, the overall elements tie together. And you start living, it's the act of living your truth, your true truth. 
Not the one, not the little granules of sand, but the true truth, the boulders. And when you do that and you expand and you keep putting that first, that thought first, eventually it'll just be, as I call it, a God always or a source always mentality in life because it's, it, you're just on an expansive autopilot and you're living your truth, your independence. You need not take it from anyone else to have it. No one else, you are not dependent on receiving it from anyone else. It's yours. It is innately yours. And when the more and more you tie in with that and the more and more you realize your soul is fully whole and it has great, great independence. It is born, it is innate, and it is the gift from the universe that you were given. Don't give it away. Don't allow others to take it. But the more that we look inward, the less opportunity there is for others to even attempt to take something because your empowerment will be so strong and so electric that that energy will resonate and and permeate and it will then transfer to others. You'll see it. It'll start happening. And that's really beautiful. So I thank you. Um, I want to close with um, the prayer of St. Francis. It's a beautiful prayer. And I'm going to do it quickly, um, but it says, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me, sow, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, harmony. Where there is error, truth. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. It is a beautiful reminder of your independence. It is a beautiful reminder of your innate soul gifts. And it is a a beautiful reminder of how to live. So with that, I thank you all for listening and calling in. And as I always say, no matter where you are or whom you're with or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today's show was Independence, the Act of Living Your Truth. Next week is Love, Joy, and Bliss, Remembering How to Have It. And I look forward to seeing you all and wherever you are in the world and certainly to the United States. Happy Fourth of July and happy Independence Day. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com. 